Hey, what's up, everybody? Good afternoon. It's your favorite host, Malik, from the Sports Couch. Plenty of topics to be discussed this evening. I'm joined here with my colleague, Mr. Lionel. What's up, bro? How you feeling? What's going on, bro? What's good, y'all? Feeling good, baby. Feeling good. Man, how you feeling about this basketball? I mean, this uh, football season coming up. Man, I can't wait for football season. I, I'm, I'm counting down to the days. I don't have no preseason this season, so jump straight to the action. Everybody about to prove they worth. Man, I think it's going to be a good year for us this year. Boy, I ain't going to lie. Trust. <laughs> trust. <laughs> Man, you, what, what kind of competition do you think we're going to have out there this year? Man. You expecting, like, better comp or because of the, the we first of all, we missed out on a lot. Like, no OTAs. Yeah. No preseason. I think no preseason was just overboard. Yeah, we just, we just starting training camp. I mean, we owe a lot of teams smoke that we lost to. Especially the Titans. Derek Kirby ran all over us. We what? owe them smoke. We see them at the bank this year. And the Chiefs, we see them week three, Monday Night Football. We definitely owe them smoke. Well, I mean, I think it's going to be different because the rookies, like the rookies just going to have to come in. Like they going to have to depend on this train. This, like we pass come on Monday. So, I think they're going to depend on that a lot, bro. That's going to weigh a lot on them, bro. Yeah. Them, them, uh, the Zoom calls and stuff that they've been doing, you know, so everybody can't be together physically. They're going to video call. That's that's helping out a lot. i seen uh, I seen J.K. Dobbins on one of them, on uh, on the Ravens' uh, YouTube page. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, that's going to help out a lot. Just got to wait for that smoke. Hit the blunt. Hope everybody blunt rule ducks. Then we got the drink on deck. Blunt rule. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and jump on in there. We got some exciting topics for y'all this evening. We gonna have a little timer set to the set to the side, so we don't go off topic. So, all right, we gonna get started. With the first topic is our 2020 Power Rangers. We're going to do a top 10 Power Rangers uh, league-wide. You want to start us off or you want me to start us off? I'll start us off. Go ahead, start us off, baby. All right. So, number one, I got the Chiefs. Let me tell you why I got the Chiefs. Chiefs are the finish Super Bowl champs. Now, I know a lot of people think, Oh, you're a Ravens fan. You're going to have the Ravens first. That's not the case. I got the Chiefs first. Two, I got the Ravens, of course. You know, league MVP Lamar, unanimous. Number three, I got the 49ers. 49ers had a great season last season. Just came up short in the Super Bowl. Four, I got Seattle. Oh, you know, come on. Mm-hmm. Seattle Rush. defense is great. You know, Russ dangerous. Russ ain't no joke. Number five, I got the Saints. And it's a toss-up between the Saints and the Packers. But I had to put Drew over over Aaron. Drew got more weapons than Aaron. Six, I got the Packers, of course. Seven, might be a surprise, but I got Houston. Now, I know they lost D-Hop. I know, I know they lost D-Hop. I know they lost D-Hop, but they still got weapons. Eight, Dallas. Zeke. Good boy. They just got CeeDee Lamb. Playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, got Amari Cooper. Okay. 
Don, I got the Vikings. Yeah, he lost Stephon Diggs, but Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins, that's still dangerous. Dangerous. Number 10, I got the Bucks. Why? Come on, they just got the goal. They just got Tom Brady. They added Gronk. Still got Mike Evans over there. They got a great defense. That's, they, that's my top 10. All right. Surprisingly, we agreed on some things. And obviously some things we didn't. <laughs> well, my top 10, number one, the Chiefs. I feel like power rankings are how you're ranked coming into the 2020 season. And the defending champs, I feel, should always be number one. That's just how I feel. Number two, the Baltimore Ravens. I feel like all the additions we made this offseason, I'm not trying to speak too soon, but I seriously think we have built a old-style defense, like how we was back in the day. We got them big guys up front, get some pressure on some guys. I think we're still going to blitz in certain situations because Wink is just a defensive genius. How, yes. However, I just feel like we might not have to blitz as much, and I think that's what's going to give teams problems yeah. because Humphreys, Austin, I mean, not Austin, Tavon Young, um, Peters, Jimmy Smith going to play some safety. Like, you got to think about that type of stuff. Like, when it might be times where we have Jimmy, Tavon Young, Marcus Peters, and Humphreys on the field at the same time because we could go to some 4-3 defense. Yeah, you got Chuck Clark. Chuck yeah. Clark going to break out star. Yeah. He's going to break out. So, I think that's going to be interesting. And number three, I got the Seahawks. I got the Seahawks because I really like at one of the um, additions that they made on offense in the um, offseason, bringing in Greg Olson. I think that's going to be a, a big addition for Russell Wilson. Yeah. And I think DK Metcalf is really – I said I said this last year. Well, yeah, last year he was a rookie. I said this last year. I said we should get DK Metcalf, we as in the Baltimore Ravens. He slipped a lot in the draft. And I knew that kid because I watched that kid play ball. That kid is going to be something special. I said it. What the fuck's happening? He's fucking special. Big fucking whoop. Yeah, big fucking fumbles. Number four, the 49ers. So, like, man, you kind of had a similar place on just one below the other. So, I, I really think the 49ers slipped. I do. I definitely do. And honestly, because they gave up, like, half their fucking backfield this offseason. I think they gave Bethea to Miami. They gave that like they lost like half of their backfield. Then they traded their one of their safeties. Like I think I definitely think that they traded Marquis Coleman to the uh, to the Eagles. Oh yeah, I feel like that's that's a that's a big one. I didn't I didn't know that one. Mm -hmm. I feel like that that's a big fucking mistake. If I'd have knew that one. I probably would have bumped them down. Probably like top, top, like the last couple teams in the top ten. Uh, fifth, I'm going to go with the Bucks. 
Look at the offensive weapons that, that those guys fucking have. They added Gronk. They added LaShawn McCoy. They added fucking Tom Brady. Like, people say, well, Tom Brady don't got it, yada, yada, yada. I want you to look what he did last year. Right? He did that last year without his biggest security blanket in his whole career. What was his biggest security blanket? Gronk. Gronkowski. Like, I feel like that alone was was just his biggest security blanket. Gronkowski could run that one same cross the middle and bail Tom Brady out. Seriously. You can line him out as wide out, slide. He could do multiple things. And I just feel like that was one of the biggest things that, you know, he missed last year. Um, next, I'm definitely going to go with the Packers in at number six. Uh, I mean, bro, look what the fuck they did last year. Like, you feel me? Aaron Rodgers didn't have no weapons. How, what the fuck they doing again? They slap him in the face and give him no more fucking weapons. They give him a backup quarterback. Yeah. So, I don't really got Aaron Rodgers sticking around too long, but that's another story. So, you feel what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah. I just I don't I just don't have him sticking around that much longer. Number seven might come in as a surprise to you. The Titans. Whoa! The Titans. The Titans. I think AJ Brown is on another level as a as a young wide receiver finishing this first year. Derrick Henry, still even after that fucking contract extension, is mildly underpaid. I can't believe he signed that shit. Uh they signed Ryan. You, you don't need Ryan Tannehill to be a Tom Brady. Ryan Tannehill reminds me of how the 2000 Baltimore Ravens were with Trent Dilbert. We just need you to be solid. Just give us 135 yards passing the game, one or two touchdowns. Just don't turn the fucking ball over. That's all we need from you. Derrick Henry is going to do the rest. If you, I don't know. First of all, Ryan Tannehill made the top fucking one hundred list because of Derrick Henry. I dare somebody challenge me differently. He was most successful off of play action plays, not one two three drop. No, no, no. Play action bootlegs. Strolling to the right. Got the ball. Hey, AJ Brown. Yes, because Derrick Henry is forcing everyone to come down Mm -hmm. and play inside that box. Um, Number eight, the Bills. I really could have pushed the Bills up some more because of the trade acquisitions, the drafts, free agent signings. I really feel like they're going to be put together quite nicely. Uh, number nine, the Vikings. The Vikings are always going to be a top, top team. I, I, I honestly just need the Vikings to realize that it's not one player that, that, that you're missing to put you over the hump. It's it's never that that one player. You just need to just stick it out and just try to get better. That's that's just it. That's just it. You're like, I just think that they're confused with that one. Number ten. This one might make you piss yourself. I'm gonna go with the Cleveland Browns. I go with Cleveland because they got a tackle. Mm-hmm. That was one of their biggest problems last year. Is that they have a tackle. I think that they made a big fucking mistake releasing John Dorsey after he put that roster together in yeah. one fucking offseason. Right. I think they fucked up. However, it's their organization. It's always been shitty. 
to my liking either way. But yeah, that so that that's pretty much it actually. So you wonder what team I didn't hear you say? What? The Saints. Well, honestly the because Saints. come on. I, I didn't say say the Saints because I really just think Drew Brees is running out of time. He is. He's on literally his last fucking toe. Not his last leg, but his last toe. And they have Jameis Winston back there. If you cut Jameis Winston's turnovers in in half, like just cut them in half, I give them another three wins. That probably puts them in the playoffs. In that division, yeah, it's pretty soft. Yeah. So, I I would probably put them in the playoffs. So, you match him up with a Sean Payton. He has fucking Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, a good offensive line. He has did Randall Cobb go there? No, Randall Cobb is, uh, uh, is in Houston. Caps. No, he's in Houston. He's in Houston now. Yeah, yeah. I think he went to Houston. They got somebody else over the um, all season. It's it's a low key good wide receiver, but that's for another story. But yeah, that that that's pretty much why I don't have have the Saints on on this list. That that's that's just why for me. That's just really why. All right, so guys, we're going to move on to the next subject. Top five offenses of 2020. So this means for the 2020 season, project the offenses that you think are going to are gonna lead the league and just, just be number one offense. Okay. Go. Well, well, of course, you know, number one, I've got the Baltimore Ravens. Come on, why? I wouldn't have the Ravens. We, we, we led the league last year. Our rushing attack was off the hook. Then you add, you know, you, you had a, a more polished QB in Lamar Jackson. Hollywood had a great offseason. We got Mark Andrews. Hey, we're we going to be scary. Number two, I have the Chiefs. Of course I have the Chiefs. Come on, they got Travis Kelsey. They got Mahomes. They got Hardman. They got Tyreek Hill, who's the fastest wide receiver in the league. It's, the Chiefs is going to be number two on my list. I beg to differ. Number three, this was a toss-up between the Bucks and the Bills, but I had to go with the Bills. Why? They added Stephon Diggs, a great wide receiver. They already had a fantastic QB last year in Josh Allen. Josh Allen had amazing numbers last season. That's true. Josh had amazing. Number four, I have the Saints. No need to explain why I have the Saints. Just look at their roster. Just look at their offense. The Saints are top ten offense every year. And number five... I had the Seahawks. Russell Wilson just amazing. Russell Wilson is a fantastic quarterback. You have Tyler Lockett on the outside. You got an improving DK Metcalf. Yeah, he had a, a up and down rookie season, but he still played great. Up and down? Up and down rookie season. You're amazing. Up and down. But yeah, that's my that's my top five offenses. How about you? You're an amazing person. Thank you. That's fucking sarcasm. Uh, an up and down fucking season. Up and down. That's that's amazing to me. DK dropped a couple couple passes he's supposed to catch. Don't forget about the fumble against the Ravens. It was it's white as shit in Central Link so I don't give a fuck what you say. What nobody say. They got wet as hell up there. Alright. My top five offenses for the twenty twenty season. One the Baltimore Ravens. I think we have some serious pass catchers out there. Devin DuVernay, James Prochet. Hollywood Brown is going to surprise people. 
Number two, the Dallas Cowboys. Hmm. They were they had a bomb ass offense last year. They add fucking CD Lamb. Right. Now they did lose a couple of offensive linemen, so I think the next couple of drafts you're you're definitely gonna see them start to reinvest in their offensive line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was I didn't accept expect that. He's way too young. Uh number three, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh they're they're the fucking Chiefs. They got their offense is nothing full of weapons. Uh I do think that their that their defense last last year just Terrell Suggs helped them at towards the end. But I definitely think Chris Jones and Tyron Matthews got that defense going solid up. Yes. And that's where I think shit shit got real for them. Uh number four, the four Yonas. I mean, they have Debo Samuels. I mean, granted they did lose a lot of offensive pieces, but you still got shop Kyle Shanahan, I'm sorry, who's still one of the most you've probably like the most prolific offensive coordinator out there. So he can call his plays off like a motherfucker. Then at number five, I got the Bucks. Like I said, Tom Brady's got his security blanket back. I really think shit's gonna go down this year for him. Uh just just in just just that simple. Gronkowski to me is gonna be the the reason that he's gonna that he's gonna do the shit that he does. That's that's just simple to me. That's just simple. Uh, but you want to defend that top five of yours? Cause I'm 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 wondering about that. Yeah, I feel like I should. Now, I would have the Cowboys on this list, my top five list. But it's just it's just something about the Cowboys offense that always seems to go sour. It's like you know you have a great wide receiver, a good running back, and you guys offense still struggle. Well, now. I'm not questioning if they show up in big games. I'm I'm saying the top five offenses in general for 2020. And last year, they put up great fucking numbers. Mind you, it was mainly against motherfuckers who wasn't making the fucking playoffs. Yeah, because when they they play the Jets and the Bears. But that's not the story. That's that's not what I'm saying. However, their numbers were they were they were like the top three in three in the league offensively. Okay. That that's just my, my whole thing about it. Okay. So you see where I'm coming from with that one? Yeah, I, I see I see where you're coming from. All I, right, I see okay. you, see exactly where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Alright. Now we gonna go ahead on to <clears throat> Our top five defenses. So we just gonna how we're gonna do this one is we're just gonna name one through five, and then I'm gonna defend mine. You're gonna defend yours. Top five defenses for me. Number one, the 49ers. Wow! Wow! The 49ers. Wow! That fucking pass attack is fucking crazy. I'm sorry, it's fucking ridiculous. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Just because they got rid of DeForest Buckner, <coughs> they replaced DeForest Buckner with that other good defensive player. He might not be DeForest Buckner, but look who the fuck he's surrounded by. <coughs> you, you feel what I'm saying? Uh, number two, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, <coughs> number three, the Buffalo Bills. Number four, the Steelers. 
Defense? Defense. Number five, the Saints. You can name your five. But Saints defense always lets him down, especially in the playoffs. But this is your list. This is your opinion. Top five defenses, of course, got the Ravens number one. With, <coughs> excuse me, with Tavon Young coming back from his neck injury and missing all of last season. Then you add Big Calais Campbell, you know, come from Duval. You add Derek Wolf. And then we draft Patrick Queen and Malik Harrison in the draft. I'm loving that defense for next season. Number two on my list, the Bills. The Bills defense is good. The Bills defense is good. The, de- the Bills defense will shock a lot of people. Don't worry. We're, we're going to get to yes, what's going we're on. We're going to get to that. Let me write yours. Number three, the 49ers. 49ers defense, amazing. You got Nick Bosa, you know. You got Nick Bosa coming off the edge. I, you know, you, you still have old man Richard Sherman back there. So yeah, I like I like the Packers. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I like the 49ers defense. Number four, the Packers. Mm. Now I like the Packers defense. The Packers have a good defense. You know they got Blake Martinez at linebacker. You got Zadaria Smith coming up the edge. You got Andrew Amos, and you still and you have a great corner, Isaiah Alexander. I'm not sure he's a defense. He's a good. He's a good cornerback. Yes. And number five on my list. This might surprise some people, but the Patriots. The Patriots. I like the Patriots. I like the Patriots. You got Kyle Van Noy. You don't have Kyle Van Noy. I'm sorry. Kyle Van Noy is with Miami. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got you got Chase Vinovich. Yeah, his name might surprise a lot, but hey, look out for him. And you have Stephon Gilmore. Don't forget, like, half of their defensive starters had opted out for the season. Yeah. That That is true. But you got them ranked number five. Hey, they still they have They don't have Matt, Matt Patricia. It's fine. Okay, that is interesting. I would really love to hear you defend your list. What's number? The the Bills. Hey. Number two. You know that they don't have Tredavion White, right? Tredavion's what? Yeah, they don't have him. Mm-hmm. He opted out for the season. Wow, I didn't know that. That's yeah. news to me. Yes. So... That Boy, actually, buddy, this is gonna be good. Even with them still having Ed Oliver, that takes that's them. that's only one corner. That's only one cornerback. <coughs> Ed Oliver's a defensive tackle. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just saying though. They who besides Tre'Davion White, who's their other corner? Can you even name their their other corner? I honestly can't. Exactly. I want to say Kevin Johnson. Exactly. 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 But with with them not having Tre'Davion White next season, which is a shock to me, if that's true. It is true. He's he he. You can't once you opt out, you can't opt back in. Mm. You okay. can't. So with that being said, the Bills will no longer be on my top five defenses list. I wasn't aware. <coughs> excuse me. I wasn't aware of this. So instead, I'm gonna put the Steelers at number two on my list. Why? Well, it's it's come on. Mega Fitzpatrick balled out after he got traded to the Steelers. So you judged me for putting the Steelers at number four. But you're gonna swap the Steelers for the Bills at number two spot. The news I just received made that's just that's made still that's still very questionable to me. You're gonna put the Steelers over the 49ers. Yes. You're gonna put the Steelers defense over the Saints defense. Yes. The Saints defense always lets them down in big games. That, that's so I'm gonna have to put the Steelers in number two. Minka, TJ Watt. What about what about the Los the Los Angeles Chargers? The Chargers? Joe Joey Bosa. Come on, Aaron Donald gets. 
I'm just there's a bunch of defenses I put at number two before I put the Steelers. Yeah, but to preach his own. Oh yeah, I, the Chargers they did just acquire Casey Hayward. I mean to preach his own though. Preach his own. I also could have put the Rams on my defense. Okay, we're gonna move on to top five quarterbacks. Would you would Would you like to take this one? Yeah, I'll start off. Well, what, I mean, I can take it if you want me to. No, I'll start off. <laughs> you look a little rattled, a little nervous. Like, uh, you, nah, okay. never, never. <laughs> okay, number one on my list, Patrick Mahomes. Come on, Super Bowl MVP. Came back from an injury. His team was behind. Gets the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Led them back. Great QB. Number two, Nas MVP. You know, our quarterback, Lamar Jackson. You know, what can I say? Nas MVP, he broke Michael Vick rushing record last year. Not to mention... Hollywood played with a screw in his foot the whole season. Got a couple key injuries, you know. You know, I feel like Lamar. Yeah, Lamar's number two. Lamar's going to lead us to the championship this season. Number three, Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying this because now Aaron Rodgers has a backup quarterback behind him, so he's going to feel like he's sort of in that Brett Favre, Aaron, you know, his situation. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Brett, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers is going to have a fantastic season this season. Number four. Drew Brees. Drew Brees, it's like Drew Brees breaks a record every time I turn around. And with Michael Thomas out there and Alan Kamara, and then the division they're in, come on, NFC South, come on. Number five, I got Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is dangerous. Dangerous. With them adding Greg Olsen, is them having Tyler Lock and DK on the outsides, I'll take my chance with Russell. That is fucking shocking to me. All right. My top five quarterbacks going into 2020 is number one. This is not even a fucking question. Lamar Jackson. Ooh. He's got to be number one because he's a fucking MVP. Yes, he is. Like, he, he's got to be number one. He threw more passing touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes. He threw less interceptions than Patrick Mahomes, I believe. He had more rushing yards. They had similar passing yards, and he averaged more fucking wins. That's what a quarterback is based off of. Yeah. And he's he overcame Patrick Mahomes in those in those stats. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. I don't need to. I don't have to explain. It's Patrick Mahomes. Those two are future in the NFL. Number three, dangerous, Russell Wilson. It's fucking Russell Wilson. Another person I don't need to explain about. It's Russell Wilson. What I do wish, though, is that I think this year you're going to start seeing more of Seattle letting him call call his own plays. I think it's time for him to start taking over that huddle the way that Peyton Manning was given his his privileges to call plays and all the bullshit. Uh, number four, coming up with Tom Brady. Gronkowski, I'm telling you that that's gonna be a big factor Gronkowski, for him. Gronkowski, Mike Evans. That's gonna be a big factor for him. <clears throat> Scary thing. Number five, Drew Brees. He's running out of time. TikTok. But he is still Drew Brees. He is still Drew Brees. Top five quarterback in the league coming to 2020. I think that's gonna be the one for him. So, you want to defend your top five? I, I feel think like it's very interesting. Am I? I feel like I should have had Tom Brady on this list. 
Or or possibly, I honestly could have added Big Ben to the list. Now, I know this might come as a surprise. Big Ben, Big Ben coming off an injury. And with the addition of Eric Ebron, you have James Conner, you have Juju improving, and you have Vance McDonald. I I could have added I could have added Big Ben to this list. I honestly disagree with that. Big Ben's almost done. Big Ben's almost done. Like he he's almost done. He last year, before, I'm sorry, the year before he got hurt was just torturous. Yes, it was. Disgusting. Yes. Utterly disgusting. Yes, it, it was terrible. Like I just Jesus Christ. Came back next year. He got his ass with the Patriots open night. Yes, got hurt. I don't think this year is gonna be any better. I really don't. All right, we're going to move on to the next topic. Now, shit's about to get a little, little interesting around this motherfucker. A little interesting. I think this is going to be one of the best topics. I really do. Ooh, I need some more drink. <laughs> Put a drink day up real quick. I think this is going to be one of the most interesting topics. I, I honestly do. I really do. Um, This topic is... We're going to name six players, second-year players to be exact, that we think that are going to make the biggest leap in 2020. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Uh, lighter, lighter, lighter. I actually don't know where the fucking lighter is. Ah. Uh, okay. Number one for me, I got Kyle Murray. DeAndre Hopkins is going to make him... One like I he honestly had one of the better years I've ever seen the rookie quarterback make. He was he looked comfortable. I mean, he made his regular rookie mistakes, but he looked really comfortable. I thought his height and his hands were gonna be a problem because he's a quarterback, but he's doing his shit. He's doing a good fucking job. Hey, um, small quarterbacks have worked out. Look at Russell Wilson. Yeah. Number two, we're gonna go for Nick Bosa. That motherfucker a fucking beast. He a fucking beast. I'm be real. No bullshit. He a fucking problem. Number three, Josh Jacobs. Very impressive fucking year. Very, Very impressive. Uh, number four, Marquise Hollywood Brown. And mind you, this shit is in in order of who I think is gonna have. Make the biggest leaps. Like, that's okay. just how I have it in order. Marquise Brown is definitely top five. Little nigga adds on some muscle. Got some weight up on him. That screw up out of his leg. Even doing a bunch of foot drills. He looked good, healthy. Faster. Definitely faster. So, it's going to get fucking real in Baltimore. Yeah. Um, number five, DK Metcalf. I think Russ... I think adding Greg Olson is going to be a great help for him. Number six, A.J. Brown with the Titans. That's going to be a big fucking leap for him. I think he's going to do it. I think he's just going to continuously improve his numbers at the wide receiver position. Okay. That's what I heard. Okay. On my list, number one, Marquise Hollywood Brown. He said he was only playing at half speed last season. And he had the screw in his foot. So just imagine what he's going to do this season. 
for all season. He's healthy. He's he's had an amazing offseason. Number two, Miles Sanders for the Eagles. Miles Sanders came in came in the games and he balled out. But Miles Sanders balled out last season. Agreed. Number three, DK Metcalf. Now, as I said before, he's had an up and down. He had an up and down rookie season. He had some drops that were like wow, and he had some fumbles when his team really needed needed them. Agree, agree. So I feel like he's number two. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me, number three. Number four, Greedy Williams for the Cleveland Browns. Greedy Williams, he had mm, a subpar rookie season, I would say. Okay. He had a subpar rookie season. Number five, Gardner Minshew. Yes, Gardner Minshew. Excuse me? Let me tell you why. We're now knowing that he's the starting quarterback, and they still have Leonard Fournette, and they had a couple wide receivers. Gardner Minshew was going to ball out. Trust me. And number six on my list, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa is a really low rank. Nick Bosa is amazing. He's he's amazing. He he's just like his brother. Nick Bosa is an absolute beast. That's a really low ranking for Nick Bosa. Hey, I don't think they're gonna have Leonard for that long. They're already in talks of trading him. His contract's coming up. I don't think they want him anymore. He's a great bag. I I just I think he's having too many off field problems for them. And I, I just I just think his days are fucking numbered in Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville are trying to do a complete unwind and reload. I think they did a great job of re reloading, getting Ramsey. Like the the people that, that they had around I think was were great fucking picks. I think Tom Coughlin may be stirring some shit up up top that may be rubbing rubbing some people's feathers wrong. I don't know. I know the fucking front office. I don't fucking know. I can only comment on the shit I see from the outside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, with that being said, we're going to go to the next subject. I, I also think these... I, I really think we nailed these last three fucking subjects. So, with this one, we're going to rank the top five teams... Who we think had the better off season, and these are teams who missed the playoffs. So we're gonna rank top five of the teams that we think who missed the playoffs had the better off season and is gonna bounce back and possibly make the playoffs. Like, like so, we're gonna rank them as one through five as who has had the better off season and who has the best chance okay. of making the playoffs. So uh, I'll start. I'll start first. Okay. Number one on my list had the Bucks. The Bucks just missed the playoffs by a hair. If you cut down those some of Jameis Winston's turnovers, because he ha- he had thirty and thirty. That's true. If you cut down his turnovers, you know. But then you know, next season you add the goat Tom Brady, Gronk. Still got Mike out there. Hey, that's scary. That's true. Number two had Dallas. Dallas. Really missed the playoffs by the losing to Philadelphia. It no doubt, doubt they had a CD Lamb. Agreed. Which is <laughs> that was a great pickup if you Agreed. ask me. Get a CD Lamb. You got Zeke. Got Dak. Now, <coughs> excuse me. The offensive line might be questionable with the retirement of Zach Martin. 
But they always have pieces to this next man up down there. Number three, I had the Chargers. Now I had the Chargers. They, first, they added Tyrod Taylor. You think, hey, he might be next up. Then they go draft Justin Herbert, amazing quarterback out of Oregon. I watched Oregon games. Justin Herbert is an amazing quarterback. Number four on my list, I had the Steelers. You may say it's questionable, but with the addition of Art Ebron to the Steelers and Juju, and you have a healthy Big Ben back, you got to watch out for those guys this year. They might, they might come in second place to us. You know, we come in the first place. You know, big trust. And number five on my list, I have the Colts. Yeah, they lost Eric Ebron, but he's got Tyreek. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, Ty Hill out there. Oh, my God. I keep saying Ty Hill. I'm sorry. T.Y. Hill? Yes, thank you. They have T.Y. Hill out there. Mm-hmm. T.Y. Hill is amazing. You add a vet and Phillip Rivers. <laughs> hey, Trash. Phillip Rivers had a great season last Trash. year. Trash. Phillip Rivers had a great that, season That's what the fuck you say. Yeah. So, what's on your list? Number one, the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh, I like it. DeAndre Hopkins, Isaiah Simmons, Cliff Kingsbury. I think him and uh, Kyler make a great pair. Can't forget about the goal out there, Larry Fitz. Yeah, Larry Fitz is going to be great. Um, number two, the Cleveland Browns. Simply, Cleveland? Simply because they added a tackle. The tackles are very important in this league. I think that's going to cement and help Baker out a lot because they gave up a lot of sacks last year. Number three, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because Big Ben is coming back, so they, they have more of a security blanket at quarterback. I don't think he's worth shit. But, that's a high rank for but, Steelers. But, high is rank. I, but I think that they're going to make the best of it. Mike Thomas not going to have to worry about as much because he has been. So they, he can focus on other things. And that, once again, they don't need Big Ben to be the old, you know, his his rookie, the second year Big Ben. They just need him to be a solid Ben Roethlisberger because that, that defense is definitely the truth. Yeah. Number four, Dallas Cowboys. Um, they had a great offseason. They lost some pieces. That I'm, I'm a little bit questionable because I haven't heard them talking of filling that void yet. However, but I did hear uh, conversations that um, Kelechi Osimile could possibly sign with us, the Baltimore Ravens, or the Dallas Cowboys. I feel like that's, he's just signed to a team. That's what I heard. I, I haven't seen the update on that. Number five, Miami Dolphins. I feel like they... Lit the fucking off season up. I think right. I honestly could put could have put them number second. I feel so so strongly about it. They got a shitload of defensive players. Mm-hmm. I love the black hair coaching thing that they have down there. Brian Flores. I think that they're gonna have. They got some African Americans up up in that front office, and I I, I don't know. I I think things are gonna be different. Like they're they're just changing the entire vibe of their franchise. Yeah. Yeah. They added Tua. Yeah. They still have Parker. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good fucking season for them. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I got it and that's that. Top three candidates for Defensive Player of the Year, guys. This is what we're coming down to. We have this and one other subject left. 
So let's dive right into it. I'm going to go number one, Patrick Queen. I think he's going to just fit in with Baltimore so well. We don't need him to be anybody else. We need him to be Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen had a great season for LSU last season. He did. So then Malik, Malik Harrison, they're going to be the two starting lineups. It's not even a question. They've already been told they're going to be thrown straight into the fire rider. Uh, number two, Chase Young. I feel like Chase Young is going to have more opportunity. Washington has a pretty good defensive line. Yeah. And Chase Young, I think he's going to get some one-on-one opportunities because he's just a rookie. Um, so they're, they're going to try him a little bit. Number three, Isaiah Simmons. He's going to fit right into the Arizona Cardinals defense. Yes. They just want him to be Isaiah Simmons. They don't want him to be anybody else, yeah. just Isaiah Simmons. Charlie Jones over there. That's what I'm saying. Match up with Chandler Jones, Patrick Peterson. They got a pretty good defense. Yeah. But my uh, defensive rookie of the year candidates, my first one, Patrick Queen. As we just said, Patrick Queen is a great great linebacker. Patrick Queen just need to play like himself, like he did in college, how he was all over the field. We just need Patrick Queen to fill that void. Number two, Chase Young. Chase Young was a beast last year at Ohio State. Imagine if he didn't get injured. Chase Young could have possibly went over number one overall. Chase Chase Young is a beast. Number three, I have Jeff Okuda for the Detroit Lions. He's a long, lengthy corner. I was gonna pick him. Play last year yep. at Ohio State. He he might he might have a breakout rookie season. And on top of that, he's gonna be the number one corner because they just traded away um Slay, Slay to the Eagles. I, I, I was I was gonna pick him, but I couldn't overlook Isaiah Simmons. I, I couldn't overlook him. I just couldn't overlook him. Already not back for Clemson. I I honestly couldn't. So, top five. I'm sorry. Top three offensive rookies is our next subject, guys. It's our final subject for football. Uh, number one, Tua Tagovailoa. I think he's, I don't know if he's going to play yet. I think he is. He looks extremely healthy from fucking up his, his hip. Yeah, hip surgery. I definitely think it's going to be worth it to see what this kid can do. That's why I think OTAs in preseason would have been very important for this kid. They might let him red shirt and then get another high draft pick next year, and then they're going to be ready to compete. But Tua is a competitive person. The little motherfucker is ready to go to work. See so, that being said, number two, I have Jerry Judy. I think, I think Denver is putting together something. I can think of their quarterback right now because I'm definitely in high as a bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's gonna be an interesting mix with with him. I think last year I watched him play, and he was controlling the offense very, very fucking well. You had a good wide, wide out and Jerry. I think it's going to be a great fucking QB. I believe Drew turn. Locke is their starting Drew quarterback. Drew Locke, that's his name, Drew I Locke. Drew Locke the kid has swag. He he screams leadership. A young quarterback that they've been struggling to find. I think they finally found him. Number three, C.D. Lamb. How do you reward a, a fucking top five offense in the league? 
give him one of the top five fucking wide receivers to match up with Amari Cooper. I think that kid's gonna he his route running is fucking ridiculous. And I think it's gonna be an amazing And he has pair. That, little, that little jump stop where yep. he presses his foot in the ground and goes in. I think it's gonna be an amazing fucking matchup. I feel like it is also. So number one on my list, I had Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy, he's amazing. He had a, a great year in Alabama. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, he had a great year in Alabama. He's going up. He's going to the Raiders, eh? Start car, but hey, Jerry Judy's amazing. Number two, I got Joe Barrow. Now, this might be questionable to some people, but Joe Barrow, number one pick in the draft. You add a healthy AJ Green back. You know, you still have Joe Mixon in the backfield. You have an okay offensive line. I like Joe Barrow. Number three, CeeDee Lamb. He's going to Dallas. Dallas already has amazing weapons with Zeke and Amari Cooper. So just imagine adding a speedster like, like CD Lamb. Agreed. I think the Joe Burrow one was definitely some shit that you could have questioned. Just because of the division he's going to be in. I do like the fact that the Bengals had already told him that he was going to be the number one pick. So he has a bit of a leap than most other rookies because he already got his playbook. Yep, he got a lot on his back. But, that, but, but with that being said, he's going to play against a tough Cleveland defense, a tough, a very tough fucking Steelers defense, and an Ravens. extremely smart Baltimore Ravens defense. I love the most acne. How do you think it's going to be when that kid fucking walks into a fucking MNC? I actually think he should be fucking praying and thanking God that... There's not going to be all 80,000 fucking fans filling up that, that fucking stadium. Kyle Murray said last year, it just got so loud. We couldn't fathom. We couldn't focus. A head coach said back back in the back in like the, the beginning areas of the Baltimore Ravens, said it's like, it's like an outside insane asylum. Like, it's that loud. So... Yeah, we used to work there. It, it, so, it got yeah, loud at yeah, that Yeah, definitely loud as hell. So I, I definitely think that he should be thanking the fucking board, the savior, that we're not there. However, there will still be fans in attendance from what I understand so far. Yeah. Probably about half of that. So yeah, probably about 40, you know, you got 40, a mask off, you know, yeah. So I, I definitely think that shit's going to get very, very real. That's what I think for him. I think the division is going to eat his ass alive, at least for the first two or three years, until he gets some pass protection on that offensive line, because that's what they have to start building up next is some offensive line for him. So I definitely think that those are the next steps. I like, I do like it. I, w- I would honestly swap him for Tua, just because, you know what I mean. Or I would I would honestly swap Joe Burrow for for J.K. Dobbins. I think I think eventually J.K. is gonna take over. I don't think we're gonna get rid of Mark Ingram because of his his age. I think we're probably gonna gonna I think Mark's gonna retire Raven just because he loves it. He loves the big trust. He loves the energy. Everyone seems to love the energy that that the franchise of Baltimore lets off. 
but I think eventually J.K. Dobbins, I'm sorry, J.K. Dobbins is so just powerful and strong of a downhill running running back. I think that he's gonna take over that that starting role, and I think he's just gonna not look back and just fucking run with it. Yeah, he's not. He's not at all. So I think it's gonna be a strong outing for him. So, yep. So guys, man, appreciate y'all for stopping by, man. Spending down there fucking hour with us. I appreciate y'all. Um, you know, for my first podcast, it was a little bit nerve nerve wracking. I would say, but yeah. I think getting it out of the way, just being at home with the fellas on the couch, the sports couch in the lounge, in the fucking Ravens cave, my fucking man cave. I think it's just. It's overwhelming um, with just emotions. Yeah. Um, I want to thank y'all for just tuning in, watching, supporting thank me. You guys. Um, I want to thank my man Lionel for being here, guest Um We're going to have you back on the show a lot. Um, Twitter, Facebook, all that shit. I'm going to tag all that shit within the, within the uh, description. So... But I really just want to appreciate y'all, man. Feel me? Sport Couch Nation. Um, I'm going to have new new shit, new content dropping every Sunday. I was supposed to have it drop at 7 this Sunday, but I had some shit going on with my family. I had to deal with that first. But as soon as I got that clear, it wasn't even a hesitation to get to y'all. Very excited to get this out of the way and just get down with this shit. Um... Next have week, some, some amazing topics. Definitely, we're going to discuss the NBA. Also, guys, we're, mm-hmm. we're big NBA fans. We are playoff started. Don't worry, guys. We definitely go have some shit popping. Um, we definitely will have some shit popping. Playoffs about to start tomorrow, so shit's going to be definitely start spicing up around this bitch too. Um, expect some more heads to be coming in on it. Talk about some basketball, man. But it's it's definitely gonna be real, though. It's definitely gonna be real, uh, man. It's been great being y'all host. Great being here. Great being here, guys. Yeah, I'm Elite. I'm Lionel. It's the Sports Couch. We out. We'll see y'all next Sunday, baby. Peace. Peace.